Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds. And they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Are you a lifelong fan of General Hospital? Are you a new fan who wants to know more about the history of the show? Do you enjoy talking about the show with others? Do you find yourself yelling at the TV? Is your self-care an hour a day in Port Charles? If so, we invite you to join hosts Amanda Kimmel and Shannon Coach at the place where all the hidden conversations take place and secrets are revealed. Meet us at Pier 54, a General Hospital fan podcast. Hello. Hi. Welcome to the General Hospital recap for July 31st and almost for us Hulu watchers august 3rd because it didn't even pop up until this morning the morning of august 6th tweeted at them saturday morning hey it's still not up at 8 30 a.m eastern time Mm -hmm. and they're like oh we're just waiting on hold it what did i send i sent you a screenshot of what they sorry for the delay we're still working to finalize a few things what are we finalizing right before this episode can be added we're working to get this episode ASAP and appreciate your patience in the meantime. I wonder if they had to figure out if they were going to get it or not since, wasn't it Thursday that didn't air, right? So Thursday aired. Thursday, I think, was preempted. Okay. I don't remember because I didn't watch Thursday so, until Friday. And then I was like, wait, did I miscount what I just watched? I did the same thing. Yes. And then I looked at the dates and then I went up to the banner and... I did all the things. I checked. Yes. And then I went to Hulu or yes. went to X, Twitter. It's it's still Twitter. But, okay. But now it's X. You know that? I did not know that. Oh, my gosh. Mm-hmm. It's been like a couple weeks. Yes. Twitter I... is no longer Twitter. However, you still tweet. That doesn't even make it's any sense. It's now X. Doesn't even make any sense. So we went there and I saw everyone complaining. So. Yeah. I wonder if because it got interrupted if it re-aired Thursday on Friday for some people. And so they didn't want to release Friday to Hulu. I don't know. I don't know either. Oh, well, anyway, as long as like it. their contract hasn't run out or right. something. I mean, right. that's with ABC Disney and that's Hulu. That shouldn't be a thing, right? I wouldn't think so. I don't want to think about that. Right now we're worried about the writer strike and the actor strike. And yeah. yeah just leave our GH alone. Let our people write. Let our actors act. Pay them first. Right, right. Pay them. 
pay them, pay them. Okay. Speaking of paying them, that's not really that good of a segue into it, but it kind of is because we mentioned on the 411 deep dive into Esme and her amnesia, whatever, that John Lindstrom is not just an actor. And so we were kind of questioning right. why why is he on and off? And of course, this week we saw him a bunch of times. Of so it just might have been vacation time too. There's that. However, he is now an author. Oh, that's cool. Hollywood Hustle, a thriller by John Lindstrom. It is Winston Green has been a film star, wakes one morning to find his six-year-old granddaughter at his bedside, traumatized, unattended, and gripping onto a thumb drive. Flash drive. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Get sunny in here. It's a flash drive. She comes bearing video proof that her mother, Wynn's troubled adult daughter, has been kidnapped by a murderous gang demanding all his movie money force her safe return. But what they don't know is his movie money is long gone. Unable to get the police for fear of the kidnappers, for fear the kidnappers will make good on their promises to kill his daughter, Winston turns to two close friends, a legendary Hollywood stuntman and a disgraced former LAPD detective. Ooh. There's no easy way out for Winston or his daughters. The gang is violent and willing to do anything to get the money thereafter, and Winston begins to realize that to get his daughter back, he'll have to beat the kidnappers at their own game. This propulsive, intense thriller will transport readers to the seedier side of L.A., depicted in a bold prose by a Hollywood insider. Oh, that sounds really good. And you can pre-order it now, or ever. You pre-order books, and he has it posted like on his website and everything. So, John Lindstrom. And I, of course, did pre-order it because thrillers are one of my favorite genres. So, I am absolutely... However, it doesn't come out until February. Oh, geez. (laughs) That's going to be a fun surprise for me when I get a random book, because the Okay, so I did pre-order through Amazon, which I I just love Amazon, but also, you know, try to pre-order through small independent bookstores because that's really important. But Amazon delivers it to you on the day they're released. Oh, okay. So you don't even really wait for it. So anytime I pre-order one of my authors, it is on my front doorstep the day that the book is released. That is awesome. I guess I'm looking forward to February when John Lindstrom's book comes out. Okay, let's not rush that far ahead. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> it's, not ready for that. Oh, it's six months from tomorrow. Well, from the day that this is released, his book will be released. So, cool. Um, also, I just want to quickly clarify my trip to Juvenile Hall. I swear this is the last time that we are talking about it. It was voluntary, too. It wasn't even a class assignment. Okay. Because you had mentioned, they should have taken the three that did the worst job. No, we voluntarily did that project to go on the trip. And that is it okay. <laughs> about that. And then some fun info that I think it could get us probably into story. Neither were on this week though. So we talked about that they aged up Georgie mm-hmm. last week. She, well, the actress is 14. Scarlett Fernandez turned 14 on August 3rd. So are oh, they making Georgie nice. Charlotte's age so that when she and Lulu move in with Maxie and the kids, they either are best friends or they fight like sisters or right. have that whole dynamic. That would be cute. So it'd be the same thing as like Robin growing up with Maxie and Georgie. Right. So Maxie should be able to guide that and be like, no, 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 no. This is what it is. This <laughs> is who you grew up with. Don't be fighting. It's okay. Yeah. So I thought that was really cool. I, th- I think that that might be the reasoning behind that. All right. That makes sense. Mm-hmm. <sighs> I did write down the Hulu headlines, even okay. though I'm kind of mad at Hulu right now. On Monday, a fight breaks out in Pentonville. Christina seeks advice. Molly opens up to Alexis. Sunny develops a theory, and Tracy accepts an invitation. On Tuesday, Dante makes his case. 
Carly questions Ava. Molly and TJ make a big decision. Christina receives reassurance and Alexis warns Gregory. Wednesday, Laura urges Valentine. Martin is taken by surprise. Tracy visits Deception. Maxie does damage control. And Leo plays Peacemaker. And speaking of Leo, we're just going to re-release our interview with Easton Rocket Sweeta this Thursday's 411 because it was cute. He's so cute. Love him. On Thursday, Trina opens up to Dex. Christina makes an unwelcome interruption. Cody voices his suspicions. Jocelyn chides Spencer. Girl needs a smack in the face. <laughs> <laughs> Woo! Uh, okay. I'm surprised no one did it. That's another way that we can tell that Esme is not faking her amnesia. Oh, there you go. Because there is no way, given everything that happened, she would not have snapped. Okay. And Eddie Main is surprised by what he learns. On Friday, Laura has reason to worry. Liz and Finn have a heart-to-heart. Nina visits Willow. Michael expresses concern. And Anna shares what she knows. So where do you want to start? I'm sorry, but I was just, like, bored all week. There was nothing, nothing that made me excited. So what jumped out at you? Mm. So Sunny ran into Anna. Love the fact that she was just sitting by herself in the restaurant, reading and having a glass of wine. I love that. He brings up the fact that she was commissioner. Mm-hmm. Why is the PCPD not reinvestigating anything that had to do with the time that she was police commissioner? Because they don't have time for that. Okay. Would they normally, though? I would think so. I would think someone would because bring if, some type of If you're being double accent. agent at the higher level, right? what makes you think that when you were, quote, lower level, right, that lower ranking? Is that better to say? I don't know. Sure. I mean, it's being an international... It's completely different. Like yeah. An FBI agent and a police officer are just the two complete different branches but of if you find out that an FBI officer so had right. previously been a cop and then the FBI officer finds out to be corrupt, wouldn't they go back to see when did this start? But then I guess she was in the WSB and then became commissioner after she was out of the DVX and the WSB. True. Okay, I don't know, but I, that just popped out at me because then Dante came and so did Christina, and I just didn't understand. I don't understand what they're doing with Christina. Thank you. She's talking like she and Anna are best friends, and but I just want to hear about how you almost got shot. Just let me go to the restroom real quick, okay? Right. Loved the bathroom scene with her and Trish, though, yes. Yes. and I thought that uh, she should probably invite Trish onto the board of directors, being that Trish has that firsthand personal mm-hmm experience you need those people to be representative on the board that's one of the big problems with some organizations that are popular that support autism is that a lot of them do not have autistic people on the boards right and they can be yes. and they should be same thing you know she should be having it's great that she's seeking out from michael and um Whoever else she decides to get on her board, I guess. But she really needs to be thinking about who I she knows. I thought she was going to ask Nina. And I was like, please don't put her on my board She's going to, though. Because Nina's going to fund it. And then she's going to. Wow. Right. We no. can get there in a second. But I think that she needs to ask Trish. Because even though Trish was is not the person, she is someone who lived. She experienced a tragedy out of the circumstances. Right. That her brother was in. Yes. So we want Trish on the board. Yes, I loved that part of Christina. But Christina has always had a relationship with Sunny 
where she can read him fairly well. Mm-hmm. And when he says, this is not your business or we're not talking about this in front of you or whatever, she has respected that and walked away. Like she worked at Perks, but then kept it strictly coffee, did not get into anything else of his. So for her to just announce herself of, oh, I'm going to pull up a chair and I want to hear about you guys getting shot. Like what? No. Right. right. Christina would say, I'm glad you're both okay. I hope you figure it out. Dante, why don't you sit here and talk to them and I'll go grab our drinks or something. Right. Yeah. Ridiculous. But she also asked Michael to be on the board because he's the smartest his... person she knows. I don't buy that. <laughs> we just want to follow the Christina thread, I guess. Sure. So Molly and Alexis are discussing the surrogacy and Alexis brought up the fact that Christina probably doesn't fully understand what she's offering because she's never been pregnant. Don't you have to have had a baby to be a surrogate? I don't know if in family situations you do. Okay. Because I thought that that was definitely one of the, because they want to know, can you? Right. Right. Which obviously it can happen. You can have one and things happen with others. But I right. thought right. that I'm that was. Sure anyone that I know that has been a surrogate had, had their own children and were done. Right. Because they also want to make sure that that's. Yes. Not. Yeah. Right. That. That something doesn't happen that prevents them from being able to have... To complete their family, right. There we go. Yes. So, but I don't know if they make a, if they will make a special exception for a family, if there's just a waiver that you can sign that is, you know, no, I understand, it's fine, or whatever. But Christina not being pregnant, I didn't think was the issue. Christina using her own egg, I thought, was the issue. I, I could not give, personally, I could not give one of my eggs to someone and then be aunt just an aunt to right. that kid i yes i would feel entitled to be like no you're parenting this wrong this needs to happen blah 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 blah. because i would feel that connection and i think that that's where they need to talk to christina some people i'm sure can do it and they're okay with it i know there's lots of different you know family makeups of how children come about but christina who has not been pregnant who has not been in a serious relationship in years who is not at the point of deciding if she wants kids or doesn't want kids or whatever. Well, and that's the thing too. Oh, here you go. Like, it's not, it's not an egg you bought at the grocery store that I'm just like lending you. It's right. It's your, your egg. But no one's having those conversations with her. And why is Alexis not talking to Molly on kind of behalf of Christina? Listen, I had to give away Sam and it killed me and I didn't even see her. Right. You know, but then we fast forward to where they have the woman from the surrogacy agency come to the apartment. The day that they called her, because that's realistic. Yeah, because there's absolutely no wait list for anything like that. Nope. Mm -mm. And they're questioning if they're entitled. And Molly's like, it's extenuating circumstances. She has a broken foot that she is walking around with crutches. That is not an extenuating circumstance. Nope. No. You can, I'm sure there's an elevator. I'm sure you can get a wheelchair. She doesn't have a broken body. She's not in a body cast. She's not paralyzed. Right. Oh, I, I, I don't like this Mm-mm. entire thing. And then Christina barges in and Molly acts like she has never said that word before in her life or right. been Frustrated. angry yep. when we have seen Molly lose her mind over the dumbest things. Yep. And, mm, and woman was kind of rude to them too when they asked her a question she's like yes i did my homework before i came here yes and it's like how about they're trying to they're nervous right they're trying to kind of break the ice with oh my gosh you literally are defining 
deciding our future, you know, you're an integral part of this. You're nervous. Right. No, he was rambling. The whole thing, like I said, if they're going to do this storyline, I would like them to follow it correctly. I know with every storyline, they have to take liberties because they don't have 10 years to work out a storyline. But no, if, if I called an adoption agency tomorrow or a surrogacy center tomorrow, they would not come to my house and they would not come to my house that day and be like, Oh, I read everything I need to know about you. The next step is we're just going to find someone that will carry your baby. Especially where typically you go to the agency. That woman had to have rearranged a bunch of schedules because drive time yep. matters. Yep. And being out of the office and right. probably, I don't know, did she, ha- did she have some kind of a presentation that would typically be on a screen? You know, right. something. Right. It was just so, <sighs> I hate it. I just, I'm sorry. I want it to be done. Mm-hmm. I I've never been in that situation, so I feel bad for the storyline that is being told. But, I mean, I have so much adoption and fostering and things in my family, and I know that they were not that easy. Right. Like, that's... Right. That's the part that's frustrating. It's it's the same as the Leo stuff that we've talked about. If it was that easy... I feel like it's worse. The world would be so much better. You don't just get to make these phone calls and it go, it go together. Leo's at least kind of makes sense. Like we spoke with Lisa LaCicero at... Right. She said that she was like, we need to address the fact that right, they we have, money, have the a ton means, of money. Yes. But also they are medical professionals. The family is. And that True. can give you a little bit of pull sometimes. Yes. It yes. can. My mother-in-law worked for, was a, worked for a behaviorist and I still had to wait six months after my daughter's diagnosis for her to have her intake with the doctor that my mother-in-law worked for. Right. So there's that. But this surrogacy thing is just... Because she's like the director of the agency, right? Right. She wasn't, I'm and just going to toss out the wor- phrase sales rep just because I feel, or a representative. Right. I don't right. mean it like it's supposed to be a salesy thing, but that's just what I'm talking about is like, it's not even like she's the intake coordinator almost where here, we're going to walk you through the process yes. so that you can answer, ask all the questions you have. Right. Right. And then we'll move on to the next step. And they're making of- it seem like Molly and TJ just get to decide like, oh, I want you. You're going to carry right. my baby. The surrogate has rights and options like they meet up with you it's a mutual agreement exactly exactly you don't get to just tell me to carry your baby that's no it's not a vending machine like a reverse vending machine where you go right d4 pregnant (laughs) right no no i just i I feel so bad because this had so many great so much potential but maybe maybe they'll fix it maybe (sighs) next week they'll be like Oh, the lady called and said we forgot to fill out this or we didn't complete this correctly or something. Maybe they can take it back and get it together. I'm all for moving storylines ahead, just a little realistic. Like, even if they would have said, I made the decision, I called, we have a meeting next week. Okay. Right. Okay. But same We have day. a phone interview next week. That's more realistic because it's a 15-minute conversation. And it's yes. like, okay, cool. Here's the quick rundown of the program. We'll put you on the wait list. Oh, yeah. Seven, eight months, maybe. Right. Right, right. She's like, this time next year, we'll have a baby. No. <laughs> that is not guaranteed. No matter whose eggs they use, you don't just to get first time working. No, that's nope, not always the case. It Most just, of the time, it's not the case. Uh, and I'm sorry. I don't like how they're writing her and Christina. Yeah. It, Molly and Christina don't hate each other. And that's what they're mm-hmm. basically implying is like Molly and Christina have always had this animosity towards each other. Right. <clears throat> And they're just playing up Christina to be so self-entitled and so 
just ignorant of the world Oblivious. around her. Yes, yes, exactly. And that's not how she was. Like, yes, I don't even think it's entitlement. I think that it. I think it's the oblivion. Right. Yeah. Oblivious. Yes. Ness. I was gonna say oblivion, and I'm like, no. that's not correct. <laughs> but but I think that it's she, the complete disregard for a, anyone else, and she's like, not that way. Right. The 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 hardships that we've talked about her going through happened years and years and years ago. She was a young adult or a teenager. She has matured. Well, a the lot. cult thing did just happen recently since we started the podcast because it was Shiloh. True. However, the, but there is there's extremely well-educated people that have a lot of life behind them that are very, very successful wind up in cults. Yes. Did I talk about the how to be a cult leader thing on Netflix? Well, no. Did I tell you that I watched it? Oh, no, no, no. It's pretty interesting. It's So it's narrated by Peter Dinklage. Are we starting our own cult? No. (laughs) It told me no new information. Oh. Well, you're a little more educated than most people are because of your love of murder and spooky things. I don't love murder. I don't love spooky things. Okay. I'm intrigued by how cult leaders get people to do the things that they do. Because my only theory is, how have they not read it in a parenting book? Because... You know, if if I can't get someone to replace the toilet paper, what am I doing wrong that these people can do what they do? But there was two that I had never heard of before that I learned about. So, but it was just, yeah. I mean, they talked about the big ones and just, they started with the, you have to be like charismatic and prey on people when they're vulnerable and things like that. So, okay. All the things that we've talked about, mm-hmm. nothing new. Yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah, except for the problem that all cult leaders have is that they're mortal. And that's one of the things that they have yet to be able to overcome. Right. Is their immortality. That makes sense. Hmm. Yeah. But I do recommend watching it. It was a a neat little series. It was something to have on while you're doing something else. You know, it wasn't. It's a folding the laundry series. Yes. Anyway, back to GH and Christina. So that was relatively new, but she was lost. She was. Right. Right. You know. Oh, trying to find herself. See her at Charlie's doing a good job. Right. Like even now as she's opening the center, she's like, yeah, I'm still doing hours at Charlie's for now. And I don't know. I just, I hope that this is all temporary and that they push them forward to have evolved their characters, their relationship, their everything. Because right now it's just like Christina is totally out there and Molly is whiny, whiny and, and selfish. Uh, good job on us. Yeah. Cause we're both like, that was not scripted for us to say, <laughs> but she is. And to be fair, Molly has been whiny. Right, right. Molly is whiny. Molly Which is, is whiny. interesting that she's an attorney. But she was whiny when she wanted something from TJ or when she wanted something from her mom or something like yes. that. And not saying that whiny is a good characteristic in adults, but I feel like everyone gets whiny every once in a while with their spouse or their parent not like or whatever. This, though. Well, she takes a little bit further. I do feel bad that they have to introduce two new characters, two new actresses at the same time when both characters were just getting good stories, like yeah. front storylines. So, I mean, that has to be a lot for them, too. But, right. And now we're getting new writers. Yeah. Oh, what's happening? <laughs> Talk about being whiny. <laughs> a wine to the writers. There you go. Can you just pay them, please? Do you know that the cast of the Brady Bunch has never seen a single penny of residuals? That's insane. You know why? Because of old contracts not being written to be prepared for things to change. Yeah. 
Hint. It makes sense, but that's crazy. That's insane. And I think like Ted Danson only gets maybe $2,000 a year for Cheers. Right. Yeah. They don't make as much money as we all think they do. And I think that the stat was only 12% of registered SAG-AFTRA actors make the minimum $26,000 a year to be eligible for health benefits. Wow. That's insane. That's insane. It is. So, yes. Sorry, there's a lot of soapboxes today. Yeah. Think about all the money that these shows make. And they're uh-huh. totally underpaid. That's yep. insane. All right. So where do you want to go? My my notes, my notes were very minimum. Well, do we just want to stick with Christina? Because then we can just get to Joss. Oh, go ahead. You're going to love this, I'm sure. First of all, Joss finally gets a job. And then is like, well, yeah, I'm going to help in the family business. And I'm like, oh, God, she's going to help in the family business. Then she gets super rude and snarky about it. And overly unappreciative and just... Every synonym you can think of. (laughs) And then gets all mad at Christina for, I don't know, caring about her dad. Right. And then Christina goes to Michael and says, Joss just gave me the third degree. And Michael's like, well, you have to look at it from Joss's perspective. What if the roles were reversed? And, you know, it was Carly that had been in the accident and someone else knowingly kept her from... And right. fell in love and everything. And then Christina gives it right back to him and says, hold on. The heart wants what the heart wants. Isn't that what happened with you and Willow? Yes. And nobody had amnesia. No. No. And he did it to two people that he said that he loved. Sasha, yes. Sasha and Chase. Why can't you say Sasha's name? I don't know. I don't know either. And... I happened to do two seconds on YouTube this week and it reminded me that when he and Kiki got together, it was because he was she pursuing was... her while she was married to his brother. Yeah. Yeah. So maybe Michael needs to not be the one saying that. I agree, but he's protective of his mother and he's always been protective of his mother. Yeah, but it's the same. It is the same thing. It's but, actually worse because two both people knew what was happening to the innocent parties. Same thing with Jack, Dex and Joss. Sonny is innocent in nine. I'll go with 85% now because he's had his memory back now for almost two years. But the initial relationship was started when he did not know. Yes. Yes, I agree. But I also like that Michael's sticking up for his mom as a boy mom. It's very nice that he's I don't know. I've already told my son that there are things that I will side with his wife on. Oh, yeah. People can be wrong even though you're related to them and love them. Yes. Yeah. That doesn't mean you have to defend them, especially to your other sibling. Now, if he were doing that to someone out in public, disparaging Carly's name, absolutely have at it. But when he's just trying to, like, play peacemaker between his sisters, he he didn't respond to... No. Christina. And then the next scene we see, he's telling Willow to stay at home. Yeah. Yeah. So they're going to be divorced soon. (laughs) He's like, I just want my family to be my family for this all to be that's going on for a while. And she's like, "Uh, yeah, I just told Nina how much I can't wait to get back to my real life and start working again. Yep. That's mm -mm. he's not going to like that. He's not, but they'll work it out. It'll be okay. Who knows? I'm trying to figure out, though. So Nina showed up and she was just she happened to be on Harborview Drive. Right. Because she doesn't drive past it all the time. Right. 
And she thought that she'd just check in and she's like, oh, I guess I could have called or I could have texted or something. And then they start talking about miscommunication and Nina's, who said it? Nina or Willow said something about how most of their relationship is due to miscommunication. And I'm like, Nina actively sought to have you fired Mm -hmm. and destroy your life. That's not a miscommunication. Not a miscommunication. Because Charlotte was being a bully. Yep. To Aiden, which we never actually fully cleared up, did we? Nope. She said sorry. And that was it. Yeah. Nope. Okay. So that was about that for that. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Christina was just all over the place this week and the little bit of willow didn't didn't need to be there didn't make sense but it is cute she's trying to make a sock that was cute i liked that michael was like it's it's soft like i can't give you anything else because it does not remotely look like a sock i'm just glad he didn't say we'll just buy some off of oh right online that are handmade right no she wanted to learn how to do it that was instead you you can just stay home and not even find a hobby Mm mm-hmm Mm-mm. I think we got done with all those. Yeah. I was waiting for you to talk about your boyfriend, Cyrus. It's not my boyfriend. That's gross. <laughs> not gross, but I mean, no, that's not the way. I just like Cyrus. I think he's a great character. I'm not romantically like, <gasps> like Valentine. That is true. <laughs> that's true. So Drew defended Cyrus and he was having a heart attack. Yes. Thank you for not killing him, though. I know, for a minute, I thought they were going to. I was going to be so mad, because there is no way that character is done. Right, right. No way. But he didn't die. He had his moment in his jail cell with Laura telling him all about how he created this hell for himself, because of how selfish he was, and how he only did things for himself, and he was entitled, and blah, blah, blah. And he said, no, he's tried to change. That wasn't how it went down. See, so Shannon was right. He didn't change. He's just saying it. No, he wasn't. That was all in his hallucinations. Yeah, I know. So he wasn't lying. I don't believe that. If you're a good enough liar, you lie even in your hallucinations. (laughs) You lie to, to the person that you're used to lying to, which is Laura. I feel like Laura's always been his weak link. I feel like Laura has always been... He, That's why she was the one there. Yes. He wants her approval. That right. doesn't mean he's being honest. I think he was. And I think that's why when he was surprised at where he is, because he's like, but I've been doing these things. And that's the thing is that faith is not just a checklist. It's not a heaven's not like a did this, did this, did this, right. didn't do Short this. chart like the kids have. I did this, right. this, and this. Okay, where's it's my not, reward? Right. Exactly. <laughs> but a lot of people do think that. Right. So. I do think that he is seeking and at least putting in the actions and maybe just a lot of stuff hasn't come through yet. Or maybe he didn't realize that he still had so much to do because when he woke up, he asked Martin to give away all of his money. Yeah. And Martin is like, what are you doing? What's going on? Because I, I know that this is not the real you. I feel like it's almost like the Ebenezer Scrooge moment where, okay, no, because Cyrus... Ebenezer Scrooge did not try to get better, become a better person until after he had the visits. Where Cyrus tried to do better, thought that he was doing enough, almost died, found out, oh, wait, I still have a lot to do and I need to get rid of all my money. And he wants to rehabilitate people that are behind bars. Okay. I like it. You're allowed to like it. I'm not saying I don't like it. I've said it before. I... 
love to hate Cyrus because he just plays the part too well that I'm like, "Mm -mm, you creep me out. So I don't believe that he's changed because I just don't. I do. But question, wouldn't you think a security guard in a penitentiary would have CPR training? I would think so. Or there would be a defibrillator. That's right. There's only one defibrillator in the doctor's quarters and that's it. There's none like... Right. That they carry with them when they hear medical call or fight or something. Right. Or there's not some on the walls sealed. Because I feel like there's a heightened with an alarm. chance, yeah. especially in a common area like that, that is more of a, a privilege, right? Like mm-hmm. if, if they're able to be out and about like that, I have no idea. This I did not get that far in my jail visit. I would just assume that because they said the punishment for... Drew and right. him fighting was they were going to solitary and then they right. weren't allowed visitors and blah, 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 blah. So obviously being allowed to roam into the library is if you're not restricted. Right. It's a, it's a privilege. But still, you have to be aware of the population. Right. And how things can happen. So I feel like there would have been one in the library. There would be one in the library. There would be one in the visiting room. I would think so. You know, where's those defibrillators? Or basic CPR training. Right. They're like, I don't know. And Drew's like, he's dying. You're not I a know what cop. I'm doing. Please let me go so I can help right. him. And they're like, I guess so. Yeah. Oh, and then Sam asked Carly about that at Kelly's because, well, no, I guess Carly was like, did you take Scout to see Drew yet? And she said, no, we went. And they said that we couldn't see him. And then she gets a phone call that he's in solitary. Right. Mm-hmm. Yep. And Carly's like, oh, no. Maybe some of Cyrus's money can be used to get Drew out of jail early because he should have some good behavior points for the fact that he saved another inmate's life. If Cyrus, well, Cyrus wouldn't know. Well, the security guard knows. Yeah. I was just thinking, I'm like, but there's no witnesses to that. Yeah, there is. The yeah. security guard who didn't know CPR. Right. All right. I, I have to know. <laughs> We're Googling. Do prison guards, guards? No. CPR. It says corrections officers may be the only people with CPR training in a vicinity when an emergency occurs. Okay. But then it says CPR and correctional facilities, a missed opportunity? Question mark. But I don't know what that means. I don't know what the whole right. They don't need to deep thing is. I'm not going to read. It's no, it's from the National Institution of Health. It's like a paper. So I'm not sure. Why does it not really say? Oh, well, I'm still going to go with yes. They do. They do. And especially now that CPR training has changed, so you're not doing mouth-to-mouth. Right. There's really no reason that you wouldn't. I was happy to see that. Yeah. He did the jury correctly. didn't do that. Yep. Yes. Once you know CPR, then you watch to see if they do it right. And the, he, like, interlocked his fingers correctly, yep. and he did it. And I was like, yay, good job, Drew. You know what you're doing. So, yeah. Then Cyrus doesn't die. Martin comes to visit him and is like, what's up? And he says, give all my money away. I want to help everyone. And we'll see. We'll see. I do like that Martin was like, how did you get all your money? Because I'm not sure where to donate dirty money. Oh, yeah. There's that. He probably laundered it before. I would think right? so. I would think so. If you're a smart criminal, that's what you do. Right. Like, why doesn't Cyrus, why don't we know what Cyrus's businesses are? Mm-hmm. He must have a chain of, like, chicken restaurants across the country. <laughs> Cyrus's <laughs> chicken stand. <laughs> Oh my god. That makes me think of Breaking Bad. Did you watch Breaking no. Bad? No. Oh my god. Okay. Do they have chicken stands? The one <laughs> bad guy owns 
like a it's not a Kentucky Fried Chicken because it's whatever his name is, but he owns that restaurant, and so people think that they're he's moving the special sauce in these big semi trucks, but in the special sauces he's putting drugs, and that's how he's moving. Like they're packaging up, you know, like two baggies of drugs. Are they still using the sauce? in it i'm assuming so i mean they were encased pretty well but anyway and so whenever people would get pulled over you know like they only did certain ones and so if the truck got pulled over and they inspected it they were like they would have to go through every single one to be able to find huh so no that's on my to watch list but i know you actually have to pay attention to it and i don't have that kind of availability in my brain right now um it is definitely (laughs) worth watching but I felt that it was one of those shows that it ends and you're like, wait, what? Hold on. I need more information. Okay. And I don't I don't like when shows end like that. Yeah. They didn't wrap it up pretty for you, in my opinion. And it was scheduled to end. So it's not. Right. It's not like it just right. ended and you never. No. And I mean, maybe they left it open-ended in case they wanted to start a spinoff later. There's well, there was a, a spinoff. But that was to happen before. Oh, it was like a prequel. Yeah. Gotcha. So. Hmm. Yeah, the spinoff explained how the attorney that worked for the guy making drugs became that type of attorney. Like, what led him down that path. Now, look at that. It's Cyrus and Martin. There you go. Look at me knowing something about a TV show (laughs) that Shannon does not know. I knew the basic premise of it. I just didn't know that he owned a chicken stand. Yes. Oh, that's yes. funny. So the the main guy. Martin can have the hummingbird cake. There you go. It'll be Mama's hummingbird cake. They should twist it so that the mom is the leader of the whatever bad corporation that Cyrus is running. It's no corporation if you're a drug dealer or Florence's. a whatever dealer. And then the hummingbird cake can be how she was smuggling the drugs around. Boom. So all this and then time. Oh, and he doesn't need that heartbreak. He doesn't funny. need it. It would be kind of funny for him to be like, Cyrus, you're so bad. You broke mama's heart. And Cyrus to be like, I didn't break mama's heart. I followed in her footsteps. Oh, poor Martin. <laughs> it's got dark real quick. <laughs> oh, my God. There is something wrong with us. Mm-hmm. That's why you get along so well. <laughs> and there's something wrong with you, too, if you're laughing around <laughs> along with us. <laughs> Sorry. No, I love it. I don't know how to take us back. Well, we could go to Lucy and Felicia just talking, and I knew she would not be okay with him picking money over her. Right. And she even brought up Florence's care. I think that her problem with him picking money over her, though, was more the fact that he was lying about it. He was like, I pay all this money to my exes, and ex-wife number three is the worst, blah, blah, blah. Mm -hmm. And in actuality... Ex-wife number three is who's paying him. And she's like, if you talk bad about your ex like that, who obviously you're not telling the truth about, like, what are you going to tell people about me? That's not nice. Right. Right. So good. Good thinking, Lucy. Like, good job getting it. Because sometimes us women are stupid and think we're special. And that's not what they're going to do. But Lucy was on it. And she even gave him the out of your mom's care is really expensive. And he's like, I manage it somehow. Yep. Whatever. Hmm. And then Felicia gets all, okay, well, I have to go. Right. I can't, I can't stand here and have this conversation. I'm not good at like, lying. All right, you guys, you guys have to talk. I'll be around. Yeah. That didn't really go anywhere. No, it didn't. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. 
Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. And then, um... oh, Chase questioned Sonny. He did, and he's very suspicious, but he doesn't know where to go with it. He does feel bad. And Sonny kind of gave him a little bit of a hard time, but then later on, he's like, I like him. Yeah, yeah. He's like, he's a good cop. He's a good cop, <laughs> but he's confused on where to go from here. Yeah. Because I said, talk to my attorney, talk to my attorney. I don't know. But then he goes and talks with Austin and finds out that, wait, yeah, he talked to Austin after he talked to Sonny. Austin right? wasn't given much information. It was Elizabeth that was like, oh, I did you a favor, Austin. I told him that Dex was lurking outside of your door. And so then, then he would have talked to them first and then gone and talked to Sonny because that's when he learned that Dex was there. Yes. Yeah. Because he went to Austin and was like, do you know this guy? And he said, yes, he was one of my patients. I saw him in the ER. He approached me at the Metro Court Grill or the Port Charles Grill. I was there with Nina, Ava and Sonny. And he approached me. Sonny kind of overheard. Blah, 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 blah. But he didn't, he didn't insinuate that Sonny did anything no. or even had his back. No, but he that's was just what, like Sonny was there. Yeah. Chase is going to assume that, but it's a waste of time because Sonny didn't do it. Dex didn't do it. Right. Nothing to do with them. Yep. And then Austin finds out that Ava told Sonny everything. Mm-hmm. And they only know each other. They don't know each other. Right. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Like, you don't magically transmit all the information between two people when things like that. <laughs> right, happen. right, right. That's exactly. not how that works, Austin. Right. Now we You're know not like, now I know all your other. childhood. <laughs> no? <laughs> no. And then Liz asked about Nicholas. Yes. And Ava's like, I don't expect to hear from him. Yeah. And then we have Laura. They sent Valentine home. And we're like, we have no use for you anymore. We're going to go finish this investigation on our own. Yep. And they went to the Cassadine house that she was held captive at and that Lulu was held captive at. Talking about all the sub-basements. Kevin's like, what are you talking about? (laughs) Right. How about I go down there? And she's like, no. No, No, you might hit the wrong button. No, you can't go down by yourself. And then um, they come up with nothing. He did say something, though. He said something about, I know that I'm not like Valentine in these situations. Yeah. That was like everything that we talked about last week. It was great. Yes. So Valentine got to go home to Anna. Yes. I didn't like that camera angle where they were like following her into the door. Yeah. Well, you were supposed to feel like someone was chasing her. You were, but Anna, again, I tried to think of the characters as they've presented them forever. Do you really think Anna is that focused opening her door that she would not hear someone behind her that that close? close? Like that was really meant to be like this person's coming up on her. She would have heard that. She would have noticed that. Right. And then they had a weird angle. They would have stopped and turned around and whooped their bums. Right. And then it had a weird angle for them kissing, too. I was like, oh, okay. We're, like, into their space a little too much. So please stop. 
But they talked about the shooting. Mm-hmm. And she filled him in on how the gun was traced back to the WSB. Yeah. But that's all that anyone's saying. Like, there still yeah. isn't any more information. It's still just totally up in the air. Mm-hmm. Back to the Metro Court. Uh, Gregory. Yes. Oh, yeah. That was the beginning of the week. Yeah. Yes. Gregory has Tracy come to dinner with him because we heard Tracy talking to Monica and Monica canceled at the last minute. So I do like that they're at least still pulling Monica into the storylines that little bit. We're not forgetting that she exists. However, she first called Monica her ex sister in law. Uh huh. She and Alan were married when Alan passed away. Right. Death does not cancel the relationship. Nope. A deceased husband is still a deceased husband. Right. He's not, He's not your an ex. ex-husband. Right. Yep. Okay. Just want to make sure I had that together. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. And then she calls Alexis and is like, hey, what's going on? Mm-hmm. She called Alexis or he called Alexis? No, she called, she called Alexis, Alexis to yeah. say, I saw his hand shaking and he mm-hmm. didn't know what to do, what's going on. He left abruptly and she was like, I have no idea. And I'm then sorry. called him. It's going to be real weird if we have... Alexis and Tracy fighting over Gregory when Alexis almost married Tracy's son. Yeah. Let's not do that. Right. And she hooked up with Gregory's son. Yeah. Yeah. That's right. I always forget about Alexis and Finn. Yeah. That was a one night stand though. I mean, that, yeah. not like, but yes. I'm sorry. If I hooked up with your son, I'm not marrying you. Please, dear God, we will not be friends anymore. <laughs> I'm just letting you know. I'm letting you know. No, I your I'll son. kill you. <laughs> your that son. That would probably no. be the, the lie. No, 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 no. I did not mean your son like your son. <laughs> okay. I meant in the world. If I'm hooking up with your son, I'm then not marrying your dad. Okay. But I guess speaking of Ned, Leo is referring to Eddie as Eddie. He's like, where's Eddie? Yeah. He's so cute. He is so cute. And he played like Peacemaker. That was their description. Yeah. He Peacemaker this week. Yeah. Because he was like... Eddie, are you sure you don't want some of my mom's food? Like, she's a really good cook, and it'll probably make you feel better. And he asked what hungover meant, and Olivia's like, it's something that grown-ups feel whenever they've acted really stupid the night before. I liked that. Out too late, going to all the different bars. Yeah. And then she throws in Eddie's face. Yeah, did you see any grandfathers there? That was so funny. He's right. like, I'm not a grandfather. And she was like, I mean, technically, I guess you're not, but you are. Right. You oh. thought you were. Right. Oh, man. But then he flipped out on her. He did. He was very mean to her. But then he kind of came back and apologized. Yeah. And And she shared a little bit. And he's like, I bet you were a cheerleader. And she's like, I didn't even go to school. Right. She's like, no, I was hanging out at the bars with the older kids. Well, he would be a grandfather because Dante has kids. I know, but Dante's not his biologically. He's still their grandfather. He is, but that's what she meant when she said, I guess, not technically. Not biologically. But yeah, and so she was like, nope, I had a baby, so I needed to stop going to bars and take care of my family. And then he asked her for flapjack, frittatas, frittatas. Yeah. And Leah's like, do you even know what that is? And he's like, no. But she mentioned Lois. Yes. Yes. I was running around with my best friend, Lois. Who you would also know. Yeah. Oh, and Maxie talking to Brooklyn about dating a cop. That was sweet. Yeah. That was sweet. And Brooklyn's like, I'm sorry, we can stop talking. And she's like, no, it's them wanting to be cops are part of the reason that you fall in love with them. It's just that then you have to worry about them all the time. But Maxie also knows what it's like to be the daughter of right. cops and secret bureau agents and mm-hmm. 
you know, having to worry from that aspect too. I mean, she can give a lot of insight right, to a lot of different people. Yes. And Tracy said she wants more information on the Deceptor. And Brooklyn's yeah. like, I can't give you anything else. This is what's keeping their company alive. Okay. I'm not right. helping you anymore. And so she goes to hide out in the Quartermain stables and there's a new horse. And even what happened to Comet? And even that horse was bored with the conversation about Sasha. He yawned like three times. And I was like, I'm with you, Mr. Horsey. This is so boring. But what happened to Comet? I don't know. Maybe he's out. They bought another one. Because Leo just fell off a Comet, right? Yeah, that's true. So they have two now. They didn't mention if the horse broke its leg, did they? I'm sure it didn't. They're not writing horror stories about the horse, okay? Okay. Calm down. We don't need to send a get well soon card to calm it. He's okay. Okay. But yeah, that horse, that, me and that horse, we were connected because I was yawning right through that too. Oh no, Sasha. Blah, blah, blah. Yes, we all know. Someone figure out what happened. Yeah. Put the pieces together. He is very adamant about how Gladys is not the perfect person she's trying to pretend to be. Yes. Let's follow oh, that he lead. tried to find out. If he could come see her yeah. and then he's not on the approved list. Right. Right. And he's like, oh, of course, Gladys made up that list. Okay. Yep. Although Cody is not that stupid that he would forget that he had a stab wound when he went to pick up a bale of hay. Because he went to pick it up. He's like, oh, yeah, that's right. Stab wound. I'm like, no, I understand pushing your limits before you can. But if he had just said, oh, can't. Like, I'm not quite there yet or something like that. Not... He just didn't realize how heavy it was. He didn't mean forgot, like forgot. He meant like, oh, I'm forgetting that's going to impair me being able to pick this up. That's not how it sounded, though. I don't know. Words matter. They do. They do. But I liked I liked him and Brooklyn bonding, even though I did mm-hmm. not want to hear about Sasha anymore. And then I liked Dex and Trina bonding this week. That He's was being a better nice. friend than Joss. Yeah. Yeah. And he was cute about it. He was like, I understand. If you don't want to tell me anything, because we're not really friends, but I have no problem standing in for Joss and listening to you and giving some advice. And he did. He gave really good advice. He was like, this is a lot for your dad, Curtis, whatever you're calling him this week, to process. And that's why he's Mm -hmm. pushing people away. So maybe you just need to say, hey, I'm here. Call me when you feel like talking and like pop your head in a couple times a week instead of just camping outside of his room for hours on end. Right. So I liked it. I liked Austin talking with Curtis too, where he was just, he wasn't letting him go, but he also wasn't pushing it. Right. He's like, yeah, so you know that when you leave here, you're not just going home. You're going to go to PT and all this stuff. And that made Curtis mad. He threw his phone and Stella's like, what's wrong with you? Stop it. Yeah. Don't act like this. So I do like so far how they're having Curtis play this out because like after he was alone in the room he pulled the covers down and he was like banging on his legs right like, come on i want to feel something not that i like seeing him go through it but i like no but the, there i feel like that's something he's not walking two weeks after being shot near his right, spine right. and being told that he'll never walk again yes when they kept focusing on his legs i was like if his toes start moving i'm gonna be so mad and then instead he pulled the covers down and was like banging on his legs trying to feel something and i thought oh Okay, good. Good storyline. Play that out the way it should be. Yeah. I think the only thing that's left is Finn passed a note to Liz asking oh, her to, for dinner through Deanna. That was cute. And she checked yes because she didn't want to burn the note. Very, very cute. So was he saying that he thought about transferring or... So here's the problem. Because it wasn't up on Hulu yet last night, it I was... found it online and it kept glitching. Yes. 
And then it was on Hulu this morning, but I did not have time to just watch it. Right. So. Right. Yep. I did the same thing. Thank you for sending me that link. But as I was watching it, I was like, is it my phone? Why is this like I kept catching going back. out? I felt like there was a couple seconds on some of the scenes yep. that you missed. Like they cut it too short before commercial yes. break. Yes. Yes. And I wasn't sure if we missed something. I think he was saying that if she wasn't feeling something towards him, that he would need to change hospitals because he's so distracted by her. That's dumb. He would have done that already after he found out right. that, like, yeah, when they ended and he was devastated. Right. Not like he found that out. I mean, he was part of it. So <laughs> Yes, exactly. But I liked the little date. I do want to know how the Metro Court decides who gets to sit outside. Because Anna was just sitting out there like, I'm going to chill. I don't want to be bothered, blah, blah, blah. But anyone else could come along, obviously. Right. But then when Finn and Liz went, it was like she came in a different entrance. Yeah. Because he was looking at the main door. And she came out through a different set of doors. And their table had a tablecloth on it. And there was all those candles and stuff. Well, Amanda, he has a doctor. Oh, that's right. That's right. I forgot. So Enough said. I'm sorry. Yes. How dare you forget that he is a doctor. I'm sorry. So he, that is one of the perks. Okay. They don't mention it in med school. Okay. But you get to sit however long you want. Okay. And they will throw out all the tablecloths and all the candles. Okay. And put them all out there for you. You just have to say doctor. doctor. All yes, right. That's it. Do they ask for proof? Because I kind of want to make a reservation somewhere to say doctor now. Hi, yeah, yeah. No, but that is a good question. That's, I mean, it's probably a reservation. Maybe there's like a premium. Maybe. I, don't I would know. pay a I premium just... to be able to sit by myself and drink some wine and quiet. Yeah. And read. Yeah. It's called my mortgage. <laughs> pay that to go sit in my backyard with some wine in my book. There you go. I do. I think that that was it. I was going to say, oh, Carly, Carly, we missed Carly. Carly is doing so well at Kelly's now that she probably doesn't even have to sell her house. Right. That's a lot of coffee. I know Corintha's coffee is supposed to be good. That's a lot of coffee. And then Sunny stopped by and gave her some Corintha's coffee. Well, when you don't have to pay for your supply, it's 100% profit. I guess that's true, too. Yep. And when you only hire your spoiled daughter to work for you, I mean, I'm sure that Joss is making at least 50 a year, right? I was going to say. I was going to say. she has There's no way that something. she's being, she's able to actually touch cash for tips, right? Right. Like, she's not there, there yet in her life. <laughs> she has not sunk that low yet that she actually has to touch money. Right. I'm sorry. Oh, Christina and her. No, we did talk about we that. We talked about Very, her. Well, no, because she then told Spencer that she should go hang out with her brother at the park. Yes. And Joss won like, over yeah. Joss's suggestion of going to see Trina. Right. Which I don't feel like Christina was right in saying, no, don't go to your girlfriend and try to keep her busy. Well, but the whole thing was kind of weird because Esme said, I'm taking my lunch break out of the office because then I get to pull cha- get to pull Ace out of um, daycare for an hour right. or whatever. So they went there. They were eating something. You didn't see them eat, but I assume they grabbed some type of food or whatever. She was going back to the office, and Christina's like, my mom's not even there. You could probably take a half day. Like, who right. are you to speak right. for your mom? Just because your boss isn't there does not mean that you don't still have tasks that you need to right. get done. That's why the boss is able to go out is because they have people who work under them. Right. Getting their tasks done. So you don't get to tell Esme she can take a half day. Right. And Esme most likely was then on her way back. Like I think she even said, I'm going to take Ace back to daycare and get back to my work or whatever. So to turn around and be like, you should go with your brother 
And Esme, no, it should have been him saying to Esme, don't put Ace back in daycare. I'm off the rest of the day. I will take him to the park. You go back to work. And then he could have even invited Trina if he wanted to. Right. That would have been the solution, Christina. Yeah. Yeah. Esme not going to work is not going to help her in the long run. No. Alexis is not being that lenient. Nope. So it was all just weird. But yeah, Joss was totally just over everyone. She did not like Christina hanging all over Ace. She did not like Christina being nice to Esme. She just did not like any of it. But Carly seemed happy. It's okay. Nobody likes Joss now. Right, right. Carly was happy there. She got her free coffee from Sunny. That was very nice. She asked how everything was going, blah, blah, blah. She said that she's getting everything. Was that this week she said she's getting everything back from Nina? I don't know if that was last week. Or was that last week? I think that was last week. This week was more focused on the Ava stuff because we saw. What was she talking to Sam about, though? Before she talked about Scout and because Sunny walked in right as Carly said something. I thought it was just about her standing on her own two feet. No, that was last week. No, because didn't Sam, somebody said to her this week, I never thought that you didn't or something. Wasn't that Sam? I don't know. I think that was Sam. I think I'm Carly, getting my week jumbled. Yeah, Carly said something about standing on her own two feet. Again? I think it was Sam. Who said, I never doubted that you did, or I never thought that you did. Really? Sam never did? Yeah. Sam? Right. Right. I know. The whole thing is ridiculous, but that was what was said. Uh, do we need to do like a 411 about their relationship too? <laughs> do we need to remind you guys? Like, oh, up until uh, two minutes ago, you hated each other. Yeah. But tolerated as the best. Wasn't it Sam that she said, don't worry, I'm not getting all zen? Somebody said something about her being like very calm and just like into what she's doing. Hmm. And she was like, don't worry, I'm not getting all zen, but yeah, I am happy here, blah, blah, blah. And then Sunny came in and asked how things were going and gifted her the coffee. And she said, you don't have to do that, blah, blah, blah. And then she said to somebody, yeah, things are going so well. I don't think I'll even have to sell the house now or something. You don't even know that. You haven't even been open a week. Like, have you looked at your books? Right. Did you make... What is it? $5 million, $50 million, some ridiculous amount in a week. That's a lot. Again, a lot of coffee. And projections are great, but they're not promises. Yeah. Oh, I don't understand. Although, I mean, you would think that she would have the books from the past few years while Bobby was running it and everything. Yeah, but I don't think Bobby is making that kind of money either. And I just don't understand. She's let, she's let all the men in her life bail her out enough times. I know it's hard to go to your children for help, but at this point, I don't understand why she's not letting joss by the house they continue to live there she pays joss back and if she can't pay joss back then eventually joss sells the joss sells the house anyway yeah because joss would do it out of spite right of sunny right i don't like that she has the money but it's in a trust fund i feel like Jax would be like here it's okay but it wouldn't be someone giving her money or if Jax bought the house. I mean, it, it would, but I mean on, someone, on paper. No, 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 yes, no. Yes, it would. No, it wouldn't. When the... when the um, Unless Carly were to start paying Joss rent. When law enforcement came back to say, because she said she couldn't take money from Sonny. She couldn't take money from whatever, blah, blah, blah. There was people she couldn't take. Michael. She couldn't take money from Michael or Michael, Sonny. Drew, and Sonny. Right. Because of that's the why she legality couldn't get his condo. of it. I bet that's why she couldn't that makes sense. stay in Drew's condo. That makes sense. So if Joss bought the house and let Carly live there, they couldn't say anything because Joss didn't give Carly the money to keep the house in Carly's name. It would be titled in Joss's name. Yes, I'm right. Just admit it. But I still feel like they'd be able to do something because if you're in that kind of a position, 
they can make you sell your own assets. But it wouldn't. Right. But that would also be seen as basically deceiving because they should be able to dictate where she is selling her assets to to give them the money that they need for the fee. Yeah, but she would. Joss would buy the house. The money would go to Carly. Carly could hand it over to them. And then Carly could start working to pay Joss back. If Joss spends the money on the house, how is she giving money to Carly? The money from the house would go to Carly. But if Joss is spending that money to buy the house, the money's gone. Carly owns the house. If I own your house. Yes. And you pay your house off. The money that you paid goes to me. Oh, so she's indirectly paying Carly for the house. Right. So instead of her giving... It would be... I'm pretty sure the feds are not going to allow something like that. And they're getting their money. Why do they care? It's not Joss giving the money. Joss bought a house. Yeah. I know how tricky stuff can get just when people are moving into nursing homes with how things like that work. They follow that stuff. Well, I don't see what the problem would be. sell off assets. Why does it matter if Joss buys the house or if Joe Schmo buys the house? If the profit from the house, Carly then gives to But if she's then staying in the house... You can't tell me who I can and can't have live in my house. But that's what I'm saying. There's, I'm sure that there are ways that they would, that's deceptive. I mean, that's. Yeah. No. If my daughter wants to buy my house, my sister bought my mom's house, like legit, and is living there. If she turns around tomorrow and tells my mom that she wants to move her in, she's allowed to do that. But your mom wasn't trying to hide stuff from the feds. No, but neither is Carly. She just doesn't want to get rid of her house. But she's going to technically get rid of her house. She's selling it to Joss. I don't know. I feel like there's something there that they'd be like, no, you can't do that. Well, that's not nice. I disagree. Don't I do the illegal thing that makes you in that position. If my kid wants to buy my house for me and let me live with them and the money goes to the feds, then why do they care? It didn't come from those people you told me I couldn't get it from. It didn't even directly come to me. It went to buying the house. It's an interesting workaround. That would stick Joss, though. I mean, it's from her trust fund. She's not going to miss it for a while. And Carly's doing so good at Kelly's. Shove it back. Right. We don't even have to worry about it. I'm just saying I didn't know why that wasn't an option when Joss was offering. I'm like, sure, you can buy it and then I'll pay you back. I have a feeling the feds would do an even more thorough job than a nursing home. But I'm not saying hide money. I'm saying the money goes to it. But if someone sold their house and then they wound up still staying... They're going to look at it like, okay, that was shady. But I don't know that it's a legal shady. Shady like a workaround loophole, maybe. I'm sure that there's. So doing you just don't stupid. like it because it causes you more paperwork. No, that would have nothing to do with me. That would have nothing to do with me. <laughs> My theory is not valid because Shannon doesn't like the idea of the paperwork. No, <laughs> that that part would have zero to do with me. It would have all to do with financing. No, I'm just thinking. I don't know. Huh. I'm just thinking through all these different things. I'm getting way too technical into it. <laughs> I'm still in soap. It would be an an interesting workaround. Yes. But anyway, I think that that... That was it. That was it. And Carly knowing that there was something up with Ava, because Ava came to say goodnight to Avery. Right. And Carly's like, dude, she's been away from you for like six hours. Why are you coming to visit her? Yeah. I don't think it's fair that Carly is not made aware, though, that there's a threat. If she's taking Avery out and about... She needs to be aware of what to look for. Right. And yeah, at least... Or I hope they she's put an smart extra enough and been in that life long enough. She knows. Yeah. Something. Right. Just tell her. I'm not saying tell her the whole story, but be like, yeah, 
something happened and we're just trying to be extra cautious that nothing bad happens to Avery. Right. Should be on board with that. Yes. So anyway, none of that transfers into reality check. Does not. I've not bought or sold any property and I've not been concerned. You've been killing it at Monopoly Go. Thanks. Yeah. Is that that considered buying and selling property? Yes. That's the basis of Monopoly. Sure. Anyone else like really crazy obsessed with this game or is it just us? I feel like there's obviously a lot of people obsessed with it because if you go on their Facebook group, there's like somebody posts, I have such and such to give away. And within 30 minutes, there's like four gazillion comments. And the fact I have not researched it, but I've heard that people are selling cards on eBay. I'm going there now because you so, mentioned that before. So I I have not paid any money to play this game. I get frustrated when I run out of my dice. But I have not paid any money to play this game. Eighteen ninety nine for Icy Unicorn five star fast delivery. Wow. Eighteen ninety nine dollar eighty eight two eighty eight four ninety nine thirteen ninety. Oh my god. Twenty two eighty. That's insane. Well, thank you for giving 2189. me a card earlier and not charging You're you twenty dollars. I appreciate that. Oh man, there's even bidding going on. Not oh, just buy wow. now. That's crazy. I. Wow. These people know that you don't get real money at the end of the game, right? <laughs> like, Dude, I would be there's loaded. Millions, there's millions that you pop up and then spend to build. It's not real money, you know? Right. But I, I am still enjoying it, like I said, because my family interacts. And so it is very fun. Uh, Ryan's boss has been playing it longer. And so I will ask him for cards eventually. And he told me this week he did not have the cards to help me. And then he hit one of my landmarks or tried to hit one and so I messaged him back and I was like hey stay off my stuff and I was teasing Ryan that he was going to get fired over Monopoly Go oh, dear. no 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 I no need, I need some cards no no but no it is still so what's your legit still fun reality check <laughs> it's not that far from that um <laughs> this week was Emily's boyfriend's 21st birthday Aww. so we went to Dave and Buster's and um had a good time playing and whatever it wasn't the same as my son's 21st birthday because he still has not ordered a drink out which I'm not trying to promote drinking but it was just funny who your son my Emily's boyfriend my son hasn't really yep oh that is so funny that's so funny he's only had the Long Island that was bought for him when I went up to buy him his first drink and someone else bought it for him the shot that the bartender gave and then he did a fireball shot at our friend's house. Oh, okay. Yeah, see, nobody bought... He just doesn't care. Like, everyone offered to mm-hmm. buy him a drink. And I had designated drivers in place so that we didn't have to worry about that. And he still was like, no, I'm just not feeling it. And I was like, I mean, it makes me feel good because you drive my daughter around. And right. so I don't have to worry about you drinking. But it was just kind of funny that, like, we planned to go there with the intention of... Right. The kids could play and he could get some drinks and then... He didn't drink anything anyway, but that was a good time. It was his family all came. Our family all came. It was a nice little celebration for him. And then my cousin from New Jersey came in and we ended up back at Dave and Buster's last night because she had missed us going on Wednesday. And so um, we went last night because the choices were the casino or Dave and Buster's, but the pink concert was going on downtown last night. Yes. And I was like, mm-hmm, even me who loves going to the casino is not you have fighting boundaries. that traffic. Like, no, thank you. So we went to Dave and Buster's and I was there 
by myself for a while because Madeline had a sleepover and Ryan was doing something with one of his friends and Megan was babysitting. And so I was like, look at me going out all by myself, drink some Dr. Pepper because that's me living it up. And then Emily and her boyfriend joined us again. So nice. Yeah, it's nice. It's, you know, we don't get to see the cousins from New Jersey too much and they're all older than me so it's fun to hear the stories of like when my siblings were younger and the trouble the things that you they were getting hear. into yes mm-hmm. exactly the mm-hmm. things I was too little for so they were talking about some movie that came out 40 years ago and I was like yeah I didn't get to go see that because I was three so right. thanks like I was probably napping guys <laughs> right. when you were all out exactly so yeah yeah it's fun just to catch up on whatever but yeah that's really all my excitement how about you mine's not very much more. Um, my daughter spent one of the paychecks from her work program on, she finally bought herself an outright new phone. Oh, wow. I mean, not like an insane, like a couple hundred dollars Yeah, she spent because the phones that she's had have all been hand-me-downs. Yeah. And so she bought herself her first That's a good purchase. new to her phone. I know. I was all proud of her because yeah. like, we don't know you're getting my old one and I'm getting a new one. Right. Like right. that's, Yes. Yeah. You're like when my son wanted a new phone. Okay. You go buy it. Yeah. That's mm-hmm. I'm not paying for my kid to have a better phone than I have. No, <laughs> no nope. one. You go pay for it. Yes. So did that. Oh, that's so cute. Cause you hear about yeah. kids like blowing their paychecks on stuff that you don't remember. Like I remember my first big purchase when I got my first job was a pair of Nike tennis shoes and they were $86 and it was like, Oh my gosh, I never I don't think I've ever spent that much to this day on a pair of shoes for myself, but I really wanted these shoes and that was what I bought. I bought myself a five disc CD changer that had the dual cassette players Ooh. that had the remote with, wow. the, with the speakers. It was an, it was A-I-W-A. Is it Awea? Sure. Sure. However you pronounce that brand, it was that, but it was, I mean, I had that. I think I actually still have it. I'm sure you do. Well, I still have the first little stereo that I was given when I was 12. It still works. It does not have CD players because that was not a thing. But Yes, it was. When, when I was 12? 12, yes, it was. And then I only know this. This is really ridiculous. But I only know this because for my 12th birthday, and we know I am older than you, I got a boom box that had a CD player with my first CD that was Boys to Men because I was going to go to Boys to Men for my first concert. Was that in Pittsburgh? Yeah. We've talked Did we talk before. about this before? Yes. Because we that was actually my there. first concert. Yes. And we were both there. So you did have CD players for okay. your 12th birthday. Well, I was not in that. <laughs> I was not in that price range Okay. for my family. Um, but yeah, that's what I bought. That's like one of the first things I remember buying myself. And yeah. Yeah. I can't remember how much it was though. But you like take care of that stuff because you paid for it. So yep, yep. I'm glad that she bought something. Good. I bought her a case though. That I was like, nice. send me a link to a case that you want. So nice. I bought that for her. But yeah. And then we had one of our friends' first daughter's first birthday parties yesterday. Oh my God. The pictures from that were so cute. It was a groovy themed birthday party and she's one. And it was just, Adorable. this year has gone way too quickly. Yep. So it was funny. I was talking with them and I'm like, your kids are like perfect placeholders. Our, our well, okay, they're both mutual friends, but the one that we're more mutually friends with, she's like, they're good placeholders for them until you have grandkids. I'm like, you are absolutely right. <laughs> yes. Like, yes. I'm not having any more of my own. I can love the heck out of yours, and then I'll get grandkids. That works for me. <laughs> but yeah. Um, no, I don't think really anything happened this week. Yes, yeah, so we're boring. <laughs> but you can join us on Thursday as we revisit our chat with Easton, which we were super exciting during. Yes. As yes. was he. So. 
Yeah. Yeah. Have a good week. And we'll meet you at the pier. Bye. Bye. If you enjoyed today's show, we invite you to go to pier54podcast.com to subscribe on your favorite platform. Don't forget to leave us a review. And you can also follow us on many social media channels. Just search for Pier 54 Podcast. Also, we are not perfect. So if there is something that we missed or messed up, just let us know by emailing us at pier54podcast at gmail.com. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM.